Hey, what is going on, guys? This is Ace in the Clubs podcast, and in this episode, I'll be talking about my experiences playing video games throughout my lifetime. So in this episode, I will be discussing about the different types of video games or the titles that I've played and how I've experienced them throughout my lifetime and how they can affect me until uh, this very day. So starting off, I'll start off with the Game Boy Advanced. And it, I have a game called Chicken Little. So it's kind of embarrassing, but I ended up buying this off of a flea market when I was a kid. And I'm not going to lie, this game was actually pretty good. It's like a RPG style uh, fighting game. It could be a racing game. Or like it's basically the storyline of the movie, but more action-packed. So it's more, more relatively... Uh, a fantasy related to the movie so it's the complete opposite of what happened so you basically have to actually destroy the aliens in the meantime <laughs> so I'll be going on to the next one on to the next uh, game I have Mega Man Battle Network 6 Falzar and this game is really really fun because like it's like another anime type of game where you basically have to be Mega Man and his caretaker uh, Lan and in th- and this anime is basically where Mega Man is in the is in the dimension of uh, being a net net navi and he's basically supposed to take out viruses from the internet or the system so he's basically the hero and protagonist of the story it's a RPG style game free roam against viruses in a net so he's basically the hero that everybody needs and Mega Man is basically like an OP <laughs> OP person like the most overpowered character in that series because he can literally take anyone's power if depending uh, situation tough situations where uh, a certain net navi people can share their power and give it to him he'll receive uh, land will receive a battleship and that's about it but with this game, I grew up with it because I used to watch the anime, which is a cartoon, and I really enjoyed Mega Man. It was pretty darn fun, and having it return as a character in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, that was pretty dope, not gonna lie. For the final Game Boy Advance game, I have Dragon Ball Z Legacy of Goku 2, and to be honest, as a kid, I used to play a lot of Dragon Ball Z games, and this one takes the cake, because it taught me how to properly play an RPG game, which is basically going around anywhere in the world uh, with the character that you're playing as, and like discover ways of adventure, leveling up your character from 1 to level 90. It's kind of heavy, because it takes a while. Especially when you die, it's the most frustrating thing because like, man, these old games, they're so easy for you to die in. And with this uh, Legacy of Goku 2, it's, it starts off with the Android Saga. Or literally after Frieza, uh, Frieza's death, where Chunks finally appears. So yeah, um, I really enjoyed this game because it brought back memories to the series and the music is awesome. That's all I got to say. It affected me because, like, I really love Dragon Ball. 
moving on, I'm going to the PlayStation 2. And with the PlayStation 2, I was like most of my childhood for the first time. It's like a setup to the next consoles that I usually play. The PlayStation 2 was more of like a get together with my cousins every summer day. We used to hang out in our house or in their house because we both had PlayStation 2s and we would like bring our memory cards just to play certain games and I really enjoyed it because most of the time we would play a lot of Dragon Ball games, not gonna lie. So with this one I'm gonna talk about Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi 1 and 3. So with Budokai Tenkaichi 1, that game was really awesome because of the of the freaking opening like the startup uh, video where like it introduces the game and the graphics I really enjoyed it the music was awesome but sadly it broke <laughs> that's all I gotta say now for the next Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi game it's the third one the third one was actually the best one out of the three I never actually had the second one because you know, second ones aren't usually the best, but I guess we seized the belt and retrieved the second one because you would buy them off the flea market or La Pulga, and they weren't they weren't that expensive, but back then they were. I I guess I could consider that because I was a child. So with the third one, I didn't actually get it. It was more of a, a like let me borrow game. So like I asked my neighbor if we could play it. And we ended up borrowing it for like a whole while. And <laughs> we just kept playing and playing and playing non-stop. And it was frustrating because my older brother would most of the time not want me to play. Because he wants to he wants to do the story mode, play all kinds of characters. He usually never lets me or some other people play. But one time uh, my parents came in. <laughs> <laughs> and basically told him to let us play and it was kind of awkward because like most people make fun of that back then because like they would get in trouble over the dumbest things but yeah this game affected me because like it's still to, to this very day I really love this game but sadly I don't play it anymore but just just go back to YouTube and watching it it's just awesome there's even mods now modifications to the game change the colors and stuff that's pretty cool but the third one's really, really amazing. Sadly, it wasn't ours. Um, I wasn't the best at it, but I learned from it after a few years. And I'm kind of glad I played it and experienced it. Because it just brought... It, it literally increased my love for Dragon Ball. I'm crazy over Dragon Ball. I'm dying for Dragon Ball. That's all, I guess. Dragon Ball's too much for me, I guess. Let's just say, I guess one more time. I guess. With the PlayStation 2 games or era, I would say most of the time, me and my family or cousins, friends, we would play mostly fighting games. We had 3D fighting games, like I mentioned Dragon Ball Z. Uh, also, for this case, I'm going to be talking about more to come at Deadly Alliance because it was one of my favorite games on the PlayStation 2 because that's all I had for a gory type of fighting game because I used to love more to come at as a child and unfortunately I don't actually have the old ones because I had it on a 
old arcade game stick that they had in uh, at Walmart. And that thing broke. Why is everything breaking? I don't know. Maybe because I was really bad at taking care of things. We can't have nice things here, I guess. Uh, but yeah. And Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance was really, really great. Uh, I know people have their thoughts about it saying it was awful, but I really liked it because it introduced a lot of characters and like they killed off Liu Kang. I was just like, how? I can't believe it happened, but I liked the game. It wasn't the best, but I really liked the soundtrack. Now for another Dragon Ball game on the PlayStation 2, I ended up uh, getting money from my dad at a flea market at one point, and I ended up trying to get Budokai Tenkaichi 3 because it wasn't ours, but I made a mistake and ended up getting Budokai 2, but the reason why I picked Budokai 2 is because of the freaking, uh, the cover of it, the cover art was so amazing, it was like silver and had Vegito, which is a fusion of two characters, of Goku and Vegeta. And that was like a really overpowered uh, fusion throughout the series. This game was really fun because um, it made me think whenever I did story mode, you had to think which paths, uh, paths you have to take in order to not lose. And you have to find Dragon Balls, find items, find skills, defeat enemies to obtain skills for like your movesets and stuff. And even characters. Also, there was cheat codes. I'm not sure if anyone else knew that, but that's a secret. Cheat codes were a thing back then, guys. Oh my god. But yeah, Dragon Ball Z Budokai 2 was really fun. Because, like, literally all we did was spam uh, our super attacks and then just dodge them or block them. Oh, and the parrying is amazing. Like, when you clash against each other, we have to fun mash the crap out of it so we could like defeat each other but sometimes me and my older brother we would like clash for a long ass time that our fingers start turning red and we're like Aah! not only that but not only that but uh unfortunately our playstation 2 broke <laughs> at that time but anyways uh yeah why is everything breaking i don't know everything seems to be breaking I don't understand why. Why? Why? Also, the soundtrack is amazing. Most of the most of the games that I played, I really love the soundtrack, especially Dragon Ball games because it has jazz and some of them have rock music. It's freaking awesome. I said freaking. All right, calm down, guys. But yeah, on to the next. When I was younger, I used to watch wrestling. I was a fanatic in a lot of things. I had Dragon Ball and wrestling. Wrestling was awesome. I mean, people consider it fake, but I don't think so. I honestly do not think it's fake. I still, till this very day, I don't think it's fake. But the reason why I say that is because everything's scripted. So yeah, it is fake. But the moves that they do, those are real. They take real hits, all right? That's my argument. But anyways, SmackDown vs. Raw 2009. That was the game I had on the PSP. The graphics were trash, 
but the game was really great like i got to create my character i got to play uh a lot in my career mode make my character a legend uh you know play elimination chamber which is like a cage match but like where you eliminate each other and last man standing wins it was really awesome this like hyped up more or introduced me to to liking wrestling games so i decided to buy more uh after the psps um sucked afterwards <laughs> mine got stolen man like what the hell's wrong with me i need to question myself about that guys um but yeah the psp was really awesome it allowed me to play good games smackdown vs raw 2009 really pushed me um into getting more wrestling games it bought it made me consider buying stuff like merch like championship belts when i was younger i was like 10 or 11 so like i really liked wrestling i still do but i don't know if i should go that far to actually buying crazy stuff like that because i had money before where i can actually buy replica belts but that's enough let's move on into the next one which is ratchet and clank With Ratchet and Clank, I guess you could say it's an RPG style game because you get to free roam around the areas that you're allowed to move in. Because the story mode wants you to go to certain areas on the planets and stuff, the galaxy. Because you're basically the hero of the story. Ratchet is like the weird taquache or like a possum. I don't know what he is. Some weird alien thing. And then he has this trusty sidekick, Clank. Which is like a little robot. He was a defect of a uh, of the bad guy. But yeah, this game was really fun because um, it brought me back to the RPG style where I get to punch stuff while walking around, running around, flying around, picking stuff up, upgrading my guns or weapons. Let's just say I really liked the game because like I got to find secrets, uh, the cheat codes. I was able to collect enough coins to like buy overpowered weapons and upgrade them to the max which not many people have done but i was really addicted to to this game but yeah i really enjoyed it so the psp really did a number on me for this one for the final playstation portable game i have another Dragon Ball Z game Dragon Ball Z Tenkaichi Tag Team This game was pretty darn weird because I started off with the demo Which my brother was able to download it into my PSP and I was just playing the crap out of it And the combos were so easy the moves were easy. It was really fun to play. I Really liked the soundtrack like I've always said before I really liked the music that they put off in their in the games and I really like fighting a bunch of characters, but this demo had a lot, like, it had six characters. It had three villains or two villains and three heroes. But then I ended up getting the full game because one of our neighbors, yes, a borrowed game. I borrowed the game, but I played with it for a long time. And I still love the game because, like, it was really cool. It was a cool idea. It was basically where you had a partner team up on you 
uh, team up with you actually to take down the enemy and the story mode was like literally RPG style because you had to fly around planets and stuff but only on planets not like going off to the space and stuff like that but yeah this game was cool I really liked it it brought me back to the RPG style like I've mentioned before with Ratchet and Clank and fighting games So as the era ended for the PlayStation Portable, uh, I believe it was freshman year or was it eighth grade that I've gotten an Xbox. Um, it's kind of weird because like Xbox wasn't that great, but it had some interesting games. So I'm going to talk about FIFA 07 Soccer. This game was fun for me because I guess it's because I loved soccer. I still do, but like. I don't like soccer games on, on consoles anymore. It, I guess this game taught me very well. Or maybe the other games taught me well. I I really like this game because it had most of my favorite players when I was a kid. It had Kikin Fonseca from uh, Mexico's national team or international team. Uh, it had Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho was really cool. I really liked him. But this game was pretty cool. The soundtrack was really great. Um... Uh, but yeah, my experience is that uh, I really like this game because of soccer. Obviously, I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I love soccer. Uh, but unfortunately, FIFA games weren't doing it for me uh, as time went by. Because I, I felt like it was making me lazy, let's just say. So I guess you could say I had mostly sports games because I had Madden, but I really actually didn't play it. But the other sports game I had was NBA Live 2003. And let's just say something happened with EA at some point. So it got replaced. Uh, I guess 2K took over in the future. I don't remember. But I, I liked basketball when I was a kid. I still do, but I'm not that into it. As I am with soccer, because soccer is like my life, I guess you could say, as a sport. But NBA Live 2003, this game was so easy. Like, <laughs> it was so easy to, like, use the players and, like, move around, do uh, freaking tricks and stuff, break people's ankles. That's the most important part. And doing layups and crap. Freaking loved it. Even my cousin played against me. We were both, like, we were both kicking each other's asses because it was that easy. Then we decided to play with each other on the same team. Oh, my God. We almost scored 200 points out of 12. <laughs> it was pretty It was pretty dark. That was, that's how easy it was. Like, I can't even say it. So, like, that was literally it for the Xbox era, mostly for sports. But I still got one more to talk about. Fighting games were always my favorite thing about uh, gaming most of the time because in the Xbox, the original Xbox, I had Mortal Kombat Armageddon. That game was like really awesome because it had all the characters of the Mortal Kombat series and like I really liked Mortal Kombat. It was kind of gory, but as a, for some reason, I really liked it. <laughs> it's kind of weird because I was a kid playing this, 
and I feel like most of the kids played it too. But this game, I really liked it because they had Conquest, which is an RPG storyline where you have to fight against the overpowered freak of nature named Blaze, and like the Elder Gods have to guide you towards uh, Armageddon. So like you get to finish off Armageddon because it was like a crisis going on where everybody's fighting each other to obtain like extreme power like a power that can go that can like go against gods even gods themselves couldn't do anything so like depending who got it they would do something with the power and use it for either good or bad and this game was really fun because i really liked the amount of characters they had but unfortunately due to that having a crap ton of characters doesn't make it a good game because the gameplay is what matters and unfortunately this game was really bad on fatalities because the idea was to make your own fatality but it's literally the same fatality for everybody it's just trash it was trash it was like oh i i broke your limb oh i'll do it again oh i'll do it again how about i'll just extend the fatality and make it the most destructive one yet they're all the same they're all destructive it was quite boring but the music was dope like i always say i loved it but that's the end for the Xbox era. Now moving on into the next console. For this console, we have Xbox 360. Xbox 360 is the next generation of the original Xbox. Xbox 360 had so many games um, that you could obtain for free for getting Xbox Live. Um, doesn't matter for a month for three months or for a year you get two free games every month and that was the cool thing about it because like you can get free games like i really loved it xbox 360 uh really did a number on me again like i've said before because that's when i started uh playing online i guess but for some reason i ended up getting the same game again which is SmackDown vs. Raw 2009. It's a wrestling game, like I mentioned before, for the PlayStation Portable. But the graphics were way better. The move system was better. Creative finisher was better. You got to, you got to create your character, I guess. I mean, there's more stuff to it. Let's just say there's more stuff to it. There's good cheat codes and stuff. There was DLC characters. The game was fun. It was fun while it lasted. It wasn't the best, but it was fun. I liked it. Now, another wrestling game I received was WWE 2K14. But I mentioned before, wrestling games became trash after the 15th. 2K14 wasn't really owned by 2K because I guess you could say THQ had it or I don't know the Ukes company. I don't know what they're called. I honestly forgot. But 2K decided to uh, buy off the, um, the company, the company's games or whatever and decided to put their, their brand on there. So it replaced into 2K. So it, it became WWE 2K14. So basically, 2K didn't do anything except buy the game and bought the rights. So now it continued as a 2K series. 
but I really like this game because it was like the last one I've gotten from wrestling unfortunately uh, but I really enjoyed it because you got to play online you got to create characters like I've said uh, you got to create your own wrestler I mean let's just say you could share content so you could share storylines you could share stages or wrestling rings or arenas let's just say even characters like characters who aren't even in the company people will find a way to make them happen like Rey Mysterio I don't think Rey Mysterio was there at the time or who was it who wasn't there oh the Hardy Boys or the Hardys I don't know what they're called Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy they weren't in the game because they were in a different organization in the company uh, TNA I believe but yeah people were able to make replicas uh, using their faces like they literally did everything to make it look exactly like the people themselves and I really like that because people were working so hard just to get people to download their stuff it was pretty good but unfortunately like I've always said before wrestling games became trash after the 15th So, funny thing, I had FIFA 13. FIFA 13 wasn't that great of a game, but I played it for a little bit. I liked the soundtrack, but I, so I always say I don't like sports games that often anymore as I used to. But the only reason I played it is because my cousins would like come over and sometimes we would be bored of other games and they, they decide to play FIFA most of the time. Like, sometimes they even bet money for it. But that's the time when we started growing up more. So we kind of bet it on each other. It's like, see who's going to win and all. Um, I've only won one time because I'm not that great at FIFA games. But I was really good at, at assisting, let's just say. Pretty darn good. I don't know about now, but FIFA 13 was usually a game where my cousins and I would, like, play uh, competitively. Like, straight up competitive. That's about it, really. For the Xbox 360, we have like the most popular games such as Call of Duty. The Call of Duty series was really, really amazing because like the online experience was really funny and fun. Like it was really enjoyable, but sometimes it gets toxic. Like people like get so angry when they lose or or if they if you talk crap to them. Or someone talks crap to them. I don't know. They get angry. Like over the dumbest things. But it was hilarious. Because it was like our youth. We are just trying to have fun. But people are like. I guess people took it too far. Making dumb jokes and references. But this game was a really fun experience. Because I still play Call of Duty. And most of the time. I'm going to be honest. I play Call of Duty because of multiplayer back then. Was really fun. Because you know the online experience is hilarious. But then I ended up playing Call of Duty Zombies, uh, which is part of the Black Ops, Call of Duty Black Ops series, or World at War, whatever, Treyarch, whatever. I don't know, man. Let's just continue saying that Zombies was a fun experience because me and my cousins would always play. And we would try to do Easter eggs and stuff where we could complete the storyline for Zombies. And sometimes it would get hectic. Because as the rounds go by, more zombies come and they start running and killing you. And basically destroy you. 
And then, like, it gets frustrating because we die over the dumbest things. Like, either the game freezes or or online just trash. Sometimes it's trash because people have trash Wi-Fi. No excuse. Anyways, moving on into the next. By what I meant moving on to the next, I meant, like, with the Call of Duty series, we were able to make our own weapons well not no not make weapons i mean like customize our weapons we would uh change our skins for your guns and dlc weapons are cool and all but yeah that was i think that was one of the first times that we had to buy stuff to get what we want but it was really fun it was worth it and yeah let's just say we're gonna move on ahead into the next series which is a battle block theater Battle Block Theater was like a weird childish game that me and my friend played for like a while because it was a free game and free games are either fun or they're trash but Battle Block Theater was really fun because it, it was kind of cute not gonna lie the game was cute because you were basically dressing up as a weird doll and trying to fight the enemy taking on tough stages which is like a puzzle type of game where you and your partner have to work together to get across uh, the stages and win and sometimes you have to speed run through the stages in order to win and sometimes you would die it's hilarious i mean dying isn't funny but in this case it kind of is because it just sounds funny and then when you fight each other it's hilarious because you could throw grenades at each other you could like shoot darts at, at each other it was hilarious i really like doing that and you can even self-destruct it's a, it's, it's a weird experience this game was basically more of a comedic type of game for children, but I really liked it. Um, I really enjoyed it with my friend. Now, I guess the Xbox 360 was more of like a childlike type of plaything on console, but I enjoyed it because like it brought creativity, and creativity is like really meaningful in a certain times of your life so minecraft did something to me it like introduced me to a new world and experience where i got to play as myself and trying to survive in the game and i have to keep moving forward building stuff trying to survive like upgrading my armor upgrading my tools upgrading my house like so many things it is basically building civilization but you have the power. I have the power to do that. And it was fun because I got to play online with friends. Because, like, that's the key. Games are really fun when you play with friends. And Minecraft really introduced me into, like, creativity. Because we got to work together in order to build stuff and survive. We got to destroy the Ender Dragon. It was one of the toughest bosses in the game. Uh, but this very day, it isn't the toughest. But... People still tend to have trouble with it. That's why they make it challenging. We have to make it challenging in order to make it fun. But Minecraft was really fun. I really liked it because people would like love playing it and build stuff. They could troll you too. Like they could kill you for no reason and take your stuff. <laughs> or many pranks, I guess. Big brain plays usually take place whenever you get to build weird 
mechanical pistons where it's like electricity powered stuff that can push you away or like build traps and that could kill you so most people could do stuff like that also the music is really great like i don't know the music was really really great to me it was really soft it was kind-hearted it could get dark at times especially when you're mining at a cave and you get scared blown up by creepers hit by zombies you can literally die off of so many things that's why people uh yell or, or scream if they're about to die because they either got something good in their inventory like diamonds diamonds is like one of the hardest things to get i mean people figured out how to get diamonds in an easier and more efficient way but back then it was really difficult because the updates weren't that great so yeah it was basically a survival game it still is today but it was like really tough on us back then There was another first-person shooter game. It was called Halo, and Halo was really fun, not gonna lie. I don't know why, but when I was younger, I remember uh, my brothers used to play on the PC. I don't know how they managed to do that, but they played on the PC with my cousins, like my older cousins. They used to play a lot and run over each other with vehicles, which was hilarious, because like they would be playing like at two in the morning and they would just laugh. But it's because we were having a sleepover and we were having fun. So then like whenever we ended up playing the Halo series on the Xbox 360, which is only available through Microsoft platforms. So Xbox was the only thing that can play Halo or PCs, let's just say certain PCs. But Halo was really great because it was like a futuristic style uh, first person shooter. And I guess you could say it was a fun experience because you got to do like heavy challenges where you fight off bosses and stuff. It was kind of scary because like whenever you're fighting against bosses, it's like you're working with your with your cousin or partner who's at split screen with you or online. I don't play it online, but I played it with my cousins uh, in the same room or same TV. So I had a split screen and with the split screen, it was really scary because like once you see the boss come out, you'll just jump on you and be like, Die! You would just hear a big sounds and stuff, and you were hear like the little gremlins or little alien freaks that try to attack you from behind. They're like, and then they zap you with their guns. And after you kill them, I sound like an ultra nerd right now. But not only that, this, the music was funny. People started memeing it at at some point. So yeah, listen to that while you're listening to my voice. Xbox 360 really did have a bunch of things um, in order for me to get the attention that I need or that it needed. I really had so many varieties of games because I have another fighting game. Actually, I have two, but one of them was 3D fighting and the other was a 2D fighting game. One of them was Mortal Kombat 9. Yes, Mortal Kombat. It has returned. So... Mortal Kombat 9 was basically a reboot throughout of the whole series. So it's a restart of the timeline and Raiden is trying to prevent bad things to happen in the storyline but it's unavoidable which is kind of weird. But the fighting was really awesome. I really liked how gory it got. I mean I'm not saying I'm into gore but 
I really liked it because it suits the fighting and like the music was really great. The character designs were great. I mean, compared to the ones we have now on in 2019, MK11. Oh, that's nothing. That's trash. MK11 is really great with the graphics. But yeah, MK9 was another fighting game. So yeah, I really love fighting games. Like, I don't know. It like influenced. Everything's influencing me to get more fighting games because they're fun. It's unavoidable. Music is great too. Like, once again, the music. Music has something to be involved with it. So moving on into Dragon Ball Xenoverse. Dragon Ball Xenoverse was another Dragon Ball game, but it's more of, it's really creative. I think it was creative. It was the start of a new era for the Dragon Ball series. So Xenoverse was a game where you got to create your own custom character of different races. The Frieza race, the Namekian race, the Saiyan race, the human race, and the Majin race. I really, I really, really liked the game. Like, it was the start of a new era for the Dragon Ball series. Because you basically got to create your own character, which is a time patroller. A time patroller in the story is basically a person who takes care of the timelines. Has to protect the original timelines that had happened. Basically saving the Dragon Ball series. So, so say for example, Gohan kills off Frieza. But in the storyline, he doesn't. He just basically beats him up, but in the storyline, he kills Frieza. And that's not supposed to happen, which is a weird thing. But it's just an example. You're supposed to prevent stuff to happen because you have to continue the story how it should be. It's the original timeline. Like Another example is where Cell kills off Gohan, which isn't supposed to happen. Gohan is the one that destroys him. He destroys him entirely, so you have to... You have to change the time. You have to fix the timeline because someone's trying to destroy it. You have to stop those people. I really liked the game because it like brought me back to me loving Dragon Ball games. You got to level up your character, get move sets, get costumes. It was awesome. Mighty Gods interpret fortune seekers, hardened criminals, and iconic PlayStation heroes. You'll find them all and hundreds more. Ready to play on demand with PlayStation Now? Subscribe today for a new lower price. PlayStation Now delivers unlimited access to a library of over 800 PS4, PS3, and PS2 games, all with one subscription. Stream directly from your PS4 or PC and download PS4 and PS2 games to your PS4. Enjoy PlayStation exclusives, greatest hits, acclaimed masterpieces, and games for the whole family. New games added every month. Get PlayStation Now, today. Welcome back everyone. This is the Ace in the Clubs podcast. We are continuing our talk about the PS4 and the Nintendo Switch. So with the PS4, we have FIFA 15, another sports game, a soccer game on the PS4. And with that being said, it's obvious that I don't intend to play FIFA games anymore, but my cousins do. So whenever I have that game and they're here, 
they'll probably play and probably bet some money too. So that's how it affects me because I really don't like playing FIFA because I don't like betting because I know damn well I'm going to lose or win. And sometimes I'm broke and I don't have money and they want to bet. But I end up winning. So I kind of feel bad for them. So moving on forward, moving on forward, guys. Coming back to the PS4, I have Minecraft. Yes, Minecraft. Once again, the survival game that I spoke about from the Xbox 360 era. But in this case, Minecraft has been updating more frequently on the new consoles, PS4 and Xbox One. But since I have a PS4, I play that often. So whenever I get bored or like really, really intensified or like frustrated over something, I just go to Minecraft because it's really peaceful, especially when you play survival by yourself or a creative mode, trying to build something, come up with something creative, have fun, or even play with your friends. That, that works too. I think Minecraft has been a really popular game just because of its creativity and the amount of people that make mods or have fun, do challenges, do dumb things basically. It's all about fun. But Minecraft has really been really interesting because it does push me and motivate me to do stuff that I've never considered putting time into. Because I'm starting to put effort into making stuff on Minecraft. The dumbest things like statues, houses, Perhaps even the dream house. It's kind of weird to say that, but that's what I would do probably for sure. Right? I guess not. I don't know. Tell me your thoughts. Not only I play Minecraft, but I've also came to return with the next version of the Dragon Ball Xenoverse series. Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, which is a way better game than the first one. The first one was like really lacking on online gameplay and some character customization it was pretty bad on the first one but the first one's always one of the best because it started something new started something fresh it got people moving xenoverse 2 was just the extension of that version and made it better i would agree to that but with that being said i think xenoverse 2 is really good for me because like I got to play with my cousins more often with it. I'm surprised by it because the amount of characters and the amount of movesets, the amount of uh, stuff we can possibly do. We could do raids and stuff. Like, come on. That's way too much for a game. It's like, I could play online, get costumes, and like, I guess, kick people's butts when I play. That's really what it what it is on Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, but it's a 3D fighting game. It's not that competitive because it's that it's super easy. I'm being honest. But on to the next one, we have another Dragon Ball game, but it's a new one called Dragon Ball Fighters. That's something else. Dragon Ball Fighters is a fighting game, a 2D fighting game based on the anime Dragon Ball Z series. But not only it does cover Dragon Ball Z series, it actually covers some of GT and Super. And surprisingly, they're still adding more DLC or downloadable content to the game. So like there's variety of fighters and versions of the fighters. They have the original Goku who fought Vegeta without 
uh, any Super Saiyan powers. It's the Kaioken one. Uh, we have Super Saiyan Goku. We have Super Saiyan Blue Goku. We have fusion characters such as Vegito, Vegito Blue actually, and Gogeta Blue. We have two different Broly's. We have a lot of Goku's. Let's be honest. Here. I'm gonna be honest here, but there's a lot of Goku's in that game, and people seem to complain about that. But I mean, Goku is the protagonist after all. So like, what else can he do? He'll be the most popular character in that game. Yeah, he's really good. But this is a fighting game, and. What I've said before, fighting games are starting to come back to me every time I get something new, like a new console. I must have a fighting game now. Like, it's something relatable. But that's not the only fighting game I've gotten so far, actually. Another fighting game is Mortal Kombat X and Mortal Kombat 11, which I'll get into that in a sec. But Dragon Ball Fighters has really done something because, like, it's it's like increased the growth of like uh, me liking certain characters. I don't know what it is, because back then I didn't like the uh, the Great Saiyan Man. I mean, as a child I did, but Great Saiyan Man is weird. So as I grew up and seen him in the games and stuff, I'm starting to like him. He's one of the weird guys. I like. Him. I don't know who he is. He kind of reminds me of Gohan, but I don't think it's Gohan. It's Gohan. It's definitely Gohan. I was just joking. But yeah, moving on to Mortal Kombat. Now going to Mortal Kombat X and Mortal Kombat 11, Mortal Kombat X is basically another Mortal Kombat game, uh, the 10th version actually, but in this version, it's basically the future of Mortal Kombat characters. So Johnny Cage and, and Sonya Blade, Jax grew old, Sub-Zero did too, uh, Scorpion did too, but stuff have happened, so it's basically the aftermath of Mortal Kombat 9. But years after, since in MK9 people died, uh, they try to get them back. But they've only so far they've only gotten Sub Zero back and and Scorpion back. But Scorpion has finally become a master, and as he became a master, he became the sensei for uh, Kenshi's son. But Mortal Kombat X was just basically the aftermath of MK9. Same thing with MK11, it's the aftermath of MKX, but MKX isn't too far ahead, it's more like a few years or two years after. But uh, these two are both fighting games, these fighting games are really good. MKX was more like a super extreme fast paced uh, combo, combo breakers or something like It's really hard to do combos in there. But then when you do MK11, Mortal Kombat 11, those combos are really easy. All you gotta do is go train one day and you're good. Like, you're really good with the character now. You just gotta understand the game more often. But yeah, these fighting games are really getting out of hand because I'm really digging it. I'm really digging Mortal Kombat right now. That's why I really love it. So I've always mentioned this before and I'm going to continue to say that because my childhood has been developing more often and for some reason Call of Duty Black Ops 3 and 4 have brought me back to the Call of Duty times where I played online on multiplayer and zombies. Zombies has been really, really, really been hectic lately. 
I mean, not anymore as of today, but like earlier on, once the game came out and or DLCs, oh my God, Zombies has been going crazy with a large amount of stuff that's been going on. And the storyline is just getting heavier and heavier. And that's why I love it. It's just making me feel like those nostalgic times where I got to play uh, certain characters in the game and trying to continue the story. I'm basically just trying to continue the story and I'm really digging it. I really love it. That's why I love Call of Duty Zombies. Not only that, but multiplayer has also been slowly making its way back up because it's been getting backlash lately with the futuristic stuff from Black Ops 3. But Black Ops 3 handled it pretty well. It's just some stuff like lag when you play online. There's people who have crappy Wi-Fi or intentionally have crappy Wi-Fi just so they can win the games and stuff to level up, which unfortunately, unfortunately that happens. So yeah, that's the only downside about it. But I really like first person, first person shooter games. Excuse me, guys. Um, but moving on forward, uh, there's another game called Fortnite, but that's new. I'll get into that in just a sec. Fortnite has made a huge impact with the freaking gaming community because, like, a lot of Twitch streamers make a lot of money off of that. Fortnite is like another Minecraft. But with first-person shooting and like uh, it's weird to explain because like I really liked this game when it first came out because I was actually in season two uh, I think it was after season one obviously but season two was just crazy but when I played it I was new to the survival type of game like last team standing wins so I would always team up with my with my friend from high school and we would always at least get three wins per day, but then as soon as time went by, we went we went higher and higher. But then even more worse, it gotten worse. We're like we started getting mad over the game because like they kept adding stuff and people were just better than us. It was just frustrating. It was frustrating disgust because like oh man, it's just awful. But um Fortnite has really done something, like, it still exists, I mean, I don't like it as much, but I respect it, because it brought something out within the community, it introduced uh, the gamers, uh, a more of a view how how their lives are, it's kind of weird to discuss about it, but with that being said, I'll continue with Jump Force, which is a 3D fighting game, and <laughs> With this fighting game, it's just a bunch of anime characters in one game. Um, this game is really cool. Sadly, I don't play it as much anymore. I've only played it whenever there's people over in my house. And I let them play as much as they want. And surprisingly, I'm still able to play against them. I would think that I would lose because they play more than I do, I would say. It's like, I would really love to play that game, but unfortunately, fortunately, I can't. It's like, it's awful. It's pretty bad for me. Not gonna lie. I like the game. But life hits you hard. That happens. All right. Also, Ratchet and Clank had been released on the PS4 for free at some point. Cause they're they're starting to do the thing where Xbox 360 and Xbox Live, whatever, 
gave us two free games per month. PS4 did the same thing. PlayStation started doing it. And I got this game for free. And I was just like, man, I remember how this game was on the PSP. It was so good. But on the PS4, it feels so fresh and like so so perfect. Like the the frames. I can tell the frames have changed and like the moving the movement system is crazy. But I think it's more difficult. But it's because I haven't put that much effort in playing either. Which is surprising because I play it like at least once a month, which is okay, but man, I really do miss playing that game. It's like it just brings back my memories from when I was a child playing PSP because the PSP came out since 2007. I don't even know when, but the last time I had one was in 2011. That's about it. So the Nintendo Switch has been like impactful because it's still going on today. I mean, obviously, because it literally came out like two or three years ago. I think it came out two years ago. I don't even know. But the Nintendo Switch has been really effective for me, my family in general, because we ended up playing with a bunch of Mario games, obviously, because it's Nintendo. But the most impactful game we had is Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, because uh, that game is freaking dope. It's like crazy. It has the amount. It has a crap ton of uh, Nintendo characters. Like, oh my god. You could play Pikachu against Kirby, against Sonic, against uh, Mario. It's like, man, that's crazy. But not only that, it's not just four players. You can play with eight people. Eight people, that's a good amount. But it gets crazy when you play with eight people. So it's a straight up brawl. And it's just a complete annihilation at this point. But we rarely play Mario Kart 8. And Super Mario Party... We rarely play that. The only reason why is because my brothers think that uh, that I'm the best player in that game. It's like, come on, dude. Just because I play video games doesn't mean I'm going to be good at this game. It's like, you guys are picking on me and you guys are making it worse for yourselves. Because the Mario Party game usually goes for the guy that gets picked on a lot. So if I'm in fourth place the whole time because everyone else wants to go against me just to see me lose... The game's gonna pick on me now, saying like, this guy's the underdog, he's gonna win, and they'll give me a possible chance of winning, and I end up winning, that's why they get mad. <laughs> but yeah, that's just family drama in this game, but it isn't as bad as Uno, but let's not get into that. Uh, but Nintendo Switch has been really, really, really great. It's more, it gives us a connection whenever we play against each other. But it also could go bad sometimes because not everyone is in a good mood to play. Because sometimes I do get bored. I'm going to be honest. But video games in general have done so many things for me. Because you went from nostalgic times to, to the current era of gaming. So like old games have come back and returned and were remastered to make, to make them look cleaner and revised and stuff. I really, really enjoy that. If you enjoyed this episode, you are welcome to subscribe for more episodes. So, until we meet again on Ace in the Club's podcast, thank you.